Hi, everybody. This is Jeff, the host of Storied SF. Michelle and I just wanted to say thanks to all of our listeners and our guests. We really love doing this podcast, and we truly appreciate the growth that we've seen over the last season and a half. Every week, we spend time planning, recording, photographing, and producing this show. One of the most important things for us is that it remains free for you. We want as many people as possible who live in and love San Francisco like we do to be able to experience our work. And that's why we're announcing something new. Starting today, you can be an official supporter of Storied San Francisco. You can pledge your support at the bronze, silver, or gold level. And to show you our thanks, we're going to give you some stuff back. In addition to shirts, hats, and koozies, we've added Storied SF coasters and prints of our favorites from Michelle's photographs of the three Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence we've had on the show. Please go to the store page on our website for more details and to make your pledge. We appreciate anything you can do, and we look forward to bringing more and more San Franciscans into your life. Okay, on to the show. I was born and raised in the city, and I'll just always be there. That's where my heart is, you know. I've moved away a couple of times, and I always end up right back in the city. So I'm on my way back into the city again. (laughs) That was Rosie Ortiz of Mission Boricua. I'm Jeff, and this is Storied San Francisco. Every week on this podcast, you'll hear from chefs, bartenders, artists, and other San Franciscans telling stories, sharing personal histories, and trying to put into words what makes this city so special. Welcome to episode 27, part one. Rosie grew up in the mission and learned to cook by watching her mom. Being half Puerto Rican, she later started exploring some of the foods from the island. In this podcast, she talks about the city back in the day and learning to turn her love of cooking into something more. Here's Rosie. Well, yes, I've been cooking all my life, but um, I just basically started a business with it within the last four years. I used to be a case manager with kids out in East Oakland and, uh, you know, trying to get them on the right path for like six years. And then babies having babies, I had to quit my job and take care of my granddaughter, which I'm raising now. So I posted my food online for the holidays and I've been doing it ever since. (laughs) What was it like to grow up in the mission? It was fun. It was... I loved it because it's not like it is now. Back then, you could do whatever you want. You can walk the streets. You can, with your friends, early morning, late night. um, You can leave your doors unlocked. (laughs) You can hang out in front of your house and not worry about getting shot, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I used to love, I I love growing up in the city. And where did you, where exactly did you grow up? On 20th and Treat. Yeah. Born and raised. (laughs) Yeah. And you said your mom still lives in that same house? My mom still lives in the same house that I've been in since... I was two. She's wow. still there. Wow. That's She's going nowhere. She's not leaving San Francisco. So did you go to school over in yes. the mission? I went to, first I went to, my mom bust us to Castro Street. We went to um, Douglas Elementary, oh, yeah. which is now Harvey Milk. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Horseman Middle School. And then I went to Mission High School. Nice. And Sunshine Continuation School. Yeah. <laughs> and then it sounds like after school, you you're just like, it, like, it probably wasn't even a thing. You're just like, yeah, of course, I'm just going to stay here. Yes. Uh-huh. I've stayed in the city for up until 12 years ago. Big mistake. I gave up on a, I gave up place. And, uh, yeah, I wish I would have stayed because now to get back into the city is going to be 
like really hard. Right. But at that time, it was like, let me get out of the city and didn't realize, oh my God, I want to go back. But it's not, nowadays, how everything costs, it's just, yeah. it's not easy. <laughs> it's going to be a... Was it ever a question, uh, like, you know, when you were young, was it ever a question to leave or you're just like... No, absolutely not. Yeah. Tell no. us about some of the things that you love about San Francisco then. Uh, I love... The parks, like Dolores Park, uh, we used to walk from Tree Street all the way to Golden Gate Park every weekend with me and all my cousins, you know. Um, I just, I don't know what I love about, I just love San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. I've been to a lot of other cities and I was I was born and raised in the city and I just always be there. Yeah. That's where my heart is, you know. I've moved away a couple of times and I always end up right back in the city. Nice. So I'm on my way back into the city again, <laughs> nice. you know. Nice, nice. Um, there's just a lot to do in the city. We always had something to do every weekend, you know. Mm -hmm. There was not like we weren't bored. We went to Fisherman's Wharf, you know, mm -hmm. just down by Embarcadero. Uh, we used to do roller skating in Golden Gate Park awesome. every weekend with my fam, and we're like family oriented, so yeah. we did a lot of like. I don't think they do that anymore. I'm not sure, but like they closed down some part, some parts of Golden Gate Park, and everybody's just roller skating, and now it's rollerblading, you know. But right, yeah, I think they still do yeah, do it, but right. it's a lot of. But every once in a while, you'll see some, some. the four. Right, yeah. that's me. I'll be on the fours. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, I miss those days, you know. Did you hang out a lot because of because uh, of where you grew up? Did you hang out a lot on Mission Street? Like I'm thinking about like all the theaters that yes. were around back then. Yes, the new Mission. We used to go there every Tuesday. It was two for one. Um, everybody in the whole neighborhood, like, you know, back then it was, it was gangs, but it wasn't like, like it is now, you know what I mean? Right, they were, right. I'm glad we're going to fist fight, you know what I mean? So we go, everybody in the whole mission district around it, even if they didn't get along, they were at that theater on a Tuesday, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Was that the main one? Did you go to the Capitan? Yes. No, no, the main one was, uh, the new the mission new. and the one, um, like a block down across the street used to be called the Grand Theater, which is oh, no yeah. longer there, but. Right, I know yeah, that one. Yeah, uh-huh, so. Twin Peaks. <laughs> we always go up to Twin Peaks and hang out with our family. And then uh, uh, Fisherman's Wharf. Fisherman's mm -hmm. Wharf was the big one that mm -hmm. we always were there all the time. It was always kind of touristy, right? But nothing yes. like it is. Nothing like it is now. now. No, no, no. It, was, it, it wasn't as touristy. I mean, it was, but not. It was a little bit, but not like it is now. Like, we don't, I don't even go down there. <laughs> right, yeah. I don't I even go down there. <laughs> yeah. Unless somebody comes from out of town. I don't really. It's just crazy, like crowded and just. The prices are just... I was going to actually ask about the food down at Fisherman's Wharf. Was that like one of the big attractions yes. for you guys? Oh, the soup bowls and yeah. the... For me, it, for me, it, you know, seeing the seafood on the side of the... I probably really don't eat a lot of seafood because of going to Fisherman's Wharf. Every <laughs> you know how you see the... Yes. Yeah, I was, as a kid, I think maybe I was traumatized. I, yeah. I just started eating shrimp, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. Um, but the chowder bowls. The chowder bowls. Yeah. Yeah, they were really good, and then they make chili bowls now, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. But um, the food, we always went down there for the food and, like, uh, Pier 39. And the seals There's, and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Pier 39. Uh, I've changed. actually been over there. It's changed, but the, but it's, like, it's still kind of cool. Yes. But it it's, it's, like, um, it kind of reminds me of going to Santa Cruz. Or like, oh, right, right. Like yeah. a little bit of a, yes. Yeah, a little bit of a time warp. Right, that, right. That Still I the like. same, but it's a lot different. Price is different. <laughs> yeah, and there's probably robots down there now. Yeah, Shit. exactly. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I was born and raised in a big family. You know, Latinos, we have big families and all of my aunts and uncles. We had like 12 aunts and uncles. And we all lived in with the vicinity of 20th and Treat. So my grandma lived on Shotwell. My auntie lived next door to her. My other aunt lived upstairs from me. You know, we all lived close to each other and they each had about seven kids each. So we've always been uh, 
it's different now with the generations than it was when we were growing up because we were really family oriented. We did a lot of stuff together as a family with all the cousins, and I, I just think I just don't think uh, the kids nowadays including my own are instilled with that you know what I mean like and so for us we did a lot of eating cooking and stuff and I think I have well I don't think I have I know I have six six sisters and one brother but out of all of them I'm probably the one me I'm the only one who really know how to cook but then they learned as they got older you know so I would always help her plus me growing up in the mission I would always babysit I was a babysitter, so with babysitting and my aunts and them, they used to like to party, like I told you. So they would go out to the bars at night, and so I'd babysit all the kids, and uh, so I'd have to cook, mm-hmm. you know. So I basically started when I was like about eight or nine, watching my my mom. Okay. My mom could cook really good; she could make something out of nothing. <laughs> nice. If you know how hard and rough it was, kind of growing up, you know. Yeah. Money wise, and um, yeah, so she could make anything out of nothing. So can I? No. <laughs> yeah. We never go hungry, no. But yeah, so. I always helped her and then like I said babysitting I'd have to cook for people so was she the main one that you you would say you learned from yes you know growing up in the city there's freaking you could turn around there's so many Mexican restaurants right I was in a relationship that I uh, for 15 years that I just ended like uh, a week before Christmas and long story short um, he was born and raised in Puerto Rico I mean yes in Puerto Rico then he moved to New York they don't have a lot of Mexican. I've been out there. They don't have a lot of Mexican food out there, you know. Puerto Rico. Exactly. Yeah. Puerto Rico, yeah. So um, basically when I met him 15 years ago, he was like, I don't eat Mexican food. I don't like it. And, you know, just he was just like, you know, he's not used to it. So for I guess I think, that's his right. I right, guess. exactly. <laughs> Losers. I'll have his. <laughs> he's missing out, you know. Yeah. He doesn't you know, like beans and stuff. He says they, they messed him up the first time so he don't eat refried beans. <laughs> and, you know, all these other excuses, which we yeah. all, which I think basically Mexican and Puerto Rican food is almost the same, like different flavors, you know what similarities, I mean? Similarities. Yeah, sure. There's a lot of similarities to what I was cooking before and now. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically for the first two years he cooked <laughs> and you know it was great he cooked and um, I watched him and I learned mm-hmm. and then I just picked it up and I just started cooking and I've been doing it for about I was doing it for 15 years what kind of dishes um, for those who aren't familiar with Puerto Rican so food? I make uh, empanadas uh, beef veggie chicken now I make vegan I make now I just started making some apple apple pie ones apple empanadas um, I make arroz con gandules which is Puerto Rican rice with uh, pigeon peas those are like the beans I make a uh, pollo guisao I make I'm getting ready to make pasteles for my food truck I make tostones uh, you know so um, I'm picking up a bunch of more dishes like learning I, I actually teach myself the dishes you know everything that I've learned about the Puerto Rican food is really honestly YouTube I was gonna say yes. yeah that's it, I mean, it, it's easy to find that stuff exactly now. and you yeah. know if you're smart and you just know your flavors you just follow it and get a lot of good reviews for um, cooking and learning myself but everything I learned on YouTube <laughs> so, awesome. and then I just tweak it and make it a little how I like it you know that was Rosie Ortiz join us Thursday when Rosie will share her experience with La Cocina which led to her food business Mission Borico music for the podcast is by Otis McDonald film photography is by Michelle Kilfeather Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to learn about some of the stuff we do besides podcasts. All 70-plus episodes live on our website, storiedsf.com, which is also where you can now go to pledge your support for the show. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review the show for us. Send comments or suggestions to storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.